podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. People say treat yourself like you need a reason, but McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee, get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. <laughs> Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily. Uh, this show is brought to you by Paddy Power, a book is a website and an app. If you gamble, please do so responsibly and remember to do so with Paddy Power. So, um, tonight we are going to have a look at the remaining fixtures for Liverpool, how quick and thick and fast they come and we're going to do our best Mystic Megs and try to predict the scores and, if possible, the goal scorers of these games. Joining me tonight, I've got Chris Brack, I've got Peter Phillips and I've got Shawnee Lawson. Lads, uh, thanks for joining us. Hopefully we'll have a bit of crack tonight. Chris, how are you feeling? Do you think you can do a good Nostradamus on this or what are you thinking? Do you want to be a vampire? No, Nostradamus. He predicts I'm stuff. I'm not you mad thing. Nostradamus. No, same thing, isn't it? <laughs> same thing, isn't it? <laughs> you want to be a vampire, I'll be a vampire. You know, I'm not judging you. I feel, I feel, I feel like I'm asleep at the moment, Dory. Yeah, it should be fine. Crack it. I've got Shawnee, so he's he's a quiz master, so he's giving me all the answers. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's true. Shawnee, how are you feeling? Do you think you've got this in the bag with Chris there? You can, you can uh, out-predict out me and Peter. Considering how good the team is, having a look at the fixtures here, it's kind of it's hard to see where we drop points in the running, you know what I mean? I was having a look there at kind of what's at stake and we need the six for the title and I think after that then uh, Klopp might use it as a little bit of an exercise to close out the season. So we'll see. We, we don't know really. Um, I think we're still with the three games a week more than anyone else will come up against. So that might go on yeah. our favour. It's a very good point. Yeah, it's something that we should be able to uh, manipulate and get through. Um, Peter, what are you thinking yourself? Have we got the right teammate here to be predicting all these scores? Have we got some sort of inside knowledge on how the Reds are going to do in these games or what? No inside knowledge, but yeah, you can uh, you can have my thoughts on it. And uh, I was just doing my scorers actually today and worked up for the for the last um, for the last remaining. Fixtures got to pick five each week, and I thought yeah. I'm just going to go with the with the single five, and then change it as and when due to like injury suspensions. So it's because obviously the game's coming around thick and fast. I'm not going yeah. to be wanting to change and uh, things like that. So yeah, um, fingers crossed. We'll uh, we'll have a good go 
predicting these scores and uh, and and results for the Reds, yeah. Excellent stuff, excellent stuff. That's great. We'll get started now in a sec. So um, the show is going out. For anyone that's listening, um, the show will be going out tonight. It's on uh, the usual on YouTube, on Periscope. If you're watching it on Periscope, if we just suggest maybe giving YouTube a chance, go over, have a look at that. Uh, subscribe, like, and hit the bell icon and get all the notifications. It'll just, um, you won't miss any shows that way. So it's a, a nice um, way of getting all our shows in for that huge sum of zero euro. So, you know, you can't go wrong. You know, it makes sense. Um, lads, we've, we've all sort of touched on it there. The games, I was looking at the dates. We've got nine games left. And the, the biggest hurdle I think on all these is the, the short gap between each game. So we're looking at um, Everton is obviously the first first game back on the twenty fourth of June, and then we're into the second game three days later, and we do have a week's break, but then it they come taking fast, and I think that could be the big issue in the sense that the squad may be impacted with injuries and all, but we might just see players that haven't figured and younger players getting more of a run out, which isn't a bad thing either. We're in a very envious position, I think, um, compared to a lot of the other teams. You know, we're going in here looking for two wins. I think we'll get them. And that's all we have. The pressure is, is off. So it's a, it's a surreal situation that we find ourselves in. Peter, what are you thinking? Are you, are you thinking that it's just going to be wrapped up quickly or do you see any little speed bumps along the way before we go into each one individually? Keith, I, I honestly think that this is going to be wrapped up um, within within the first couple of weeks. I honestly do. I just think they're going to go all out to get these these two wins that they need to 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 be uh, crowned champions, and then after that, um, they can they can relax, can't they? Take the foot off the gas, introduce a few of the younger players into into club system, the likes of Elliot Jones, Williams, people like that, um, Hoover who played against Blackburn yesterday. You're going to see a lot of these uh, youngsters who are going to be starting to be um, into, into the club squad um, during the, the remainder of the games once the, the title has been dealt, I think. Yeah, yeah, very true, very true. And Shawnee, if, as Peter just mentioned there about Hoover getting a goal yesterday and if we look at that Blackburn performance, I know we didn't see the match as such, but we saw the goals and we've read the reports. Um, does that give us a clue into any team selections coming up, do you think? Or, you know, was it just giving the lads a run and then we'll see where they go? Like, for example, do you see Keanu Hilver getting much of the games between now and the end of the season? Do you see um, any of the other young guys that came in, Nico Williams, uh, Curtis Jones, any of these lads getting good games? Or was it just get a few minutes in their legs and see how they go? Or do you think that might be a little glimpse of what we see going forward? No, I, uh, I think probably by the sub goalkeepers, I think you're going to see everybody get minutes in, in the last nine games here. Um, because, like like Peter said, we only need the six points. So after then, it's kind of free reign. And then when you look at the fixtures we have, we're playing a lot of dead rubbers teams who are just in the middle of the table, who are just languishing really in limbo. He'll probably just want to get away for a few weeks and have a holiday. So, like, there's no reason why you won't see Elliot mixed in with the with the force team some games, and you might see Nico Williams getting dropped in at right back at Curtis Jones. Like, they'd be all you sparingly, I'd imagine. And what, like, one thing I know is this year from the cup games when we were using younger squads is that the identity and style of football doesn't really change anymore, regardless of who's in the lineup. And for years and years, Liverpool haven't had that. Like, I remember us playing Carlin Cup games and 
be like watching a completely different side now. But yeah. it's drilled from top to bottom now, the style of football that we want to play. Want to play. So if you're throwing the likes of Hilver in at right back or centre back beside Van Dijk or LaRucci in the, the original back four, just, just in place of Robertson, not much is going to change really. Only for yeah. the, this fresh legs coming in with a point to prove. So I think everyone is going to get get a, a run out here and look sort of like a coronation as well. You know what I mean? Because Klopp will want to make up the numbers so people get league medals as well. So... Um, I yeah. think I think everyone will get a, get a run out. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think it's five league games they have to get whether they start or uh, come on as a sub to be eligible for a medal. So uh, it it'll be interesting to see. And Chris Shawnee did touch on a good point there. You know, when you even when you see the Carling Cup sides now, it's it's eleven changes or it's you know some of the force team maybe coming back from injury and are a bit rusty and not sharp and maybe six or seven young lads. But we could see what it's it's a totally different situation now where you could have the first choice team for want of a better word and a LaRouche put in there or a Cortis Jones rather than them going in with six or seven other young lads, putting them into the first team with little or no pressure. It's 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 a nice way, it's a nice problem to have, isn't it? It is a nice problem to have. I mean, I I think for the first three games, Everton Palace and City, um, I think he'll treat it like he does um, when they come back from um, uh, the summer break, is he'll probably play the same eleven, go all out to try and smash, smash, getting the six points, and then he'll just want his best team against City. I think Villa might be a bit like uh, like what we do in the derby, where you'll see like a random six, seven changes. Yeah, Shakiri might actually arise from the dead just to play one game, and then we'll never see him again. And then after that, I think it'd just be the odd change. I don't think it'd be loads. Um, I mean, I think Curtis Jones and that will maybe just get like half an hour here, half an hour there. I'll be surprised if they start many because I think they're sort of about talking next season starting in September. So it's going to be a very short summer turnaround. So I think he's going to want to sort of keep the rhythm going, keep keep that sort of things going. I think the one you may see a bit more of is maybe more of a Cato or Minamino who are they're not really the more first teamers who yeah. just need games. I think they're the two that I think hopefully should benefit from these next nine because at some point, Cater's got to kick on and he hasn't kicked on yeah. yet and after two years you've got to do a bit more than flashes you've got to start showing that level of consistency and, and a bit, bit more resilience in his game so yeah I think that's the main thing isn't it the resilience the durability with Cater is what really does hold him back he shows flashes and then he's out and it's an innocuous challenge that he might get something that'll keep someone else out for about 20 minutes keeps him out for six weeks and it, it can be frustrating with, with that, Naby that. you know I'm a fan but you know, you, yeah, you I mean, only have so much patience. The different players, but I mean, the, like, the example you give is Henderson against Barca. You know, I thought yeah. he knackered his knee, and from all look at it, he, he had he, he'd done a good job at uh, damaging his knee, but he played through the pain barrier. I'm not saying you have to play through the pain barrier, but I just think sometimes when you get these slight needles like knocks, there are, there are ones you can play through if you want to. Yeah. And I don't know whether yeah. he can or he can't. The one that got me was Napoli couple of years ago went off on a stretcher yeah. back spasms looked about injuries on the bench the next game I'm a bit yeah. like if you get stretched you know, off I'm a bit suspicious when you're on the bench the next game it's not really normal yeah, it it it's it's frustrating, all right, with Naby. But you know, hopefully he can because I think we all want him mm. to succeed. You know, we all want, uh, we all see there's a player in there, and you know, nothing would please us more than to have a midfield option with all the tools that he has. If he could bring it on a consistent mm. basis, and this could. 
be a perfect chance for them, as you've said, and for Minamino to get them games. As we said, the pressure isn't going to be on them. And it'll just be a nice chance to play their game, express themselves and put themselves in a position that I hate saying it. And someone's just said it in the comments there, you know, Kate could be like a new signing and he's two years with us. I mean, he's a year before that waiting on him you know we're, we're so much waiting on Naby Keita but he could be like a new signing and Minamino could be like a new signing next summer and people hate hearing that when it's a player already there but it's true it could happen so look we'll we'll hopefully we'll see the- can't hear him can you no I think he's frozen so no yeah, no he's, no, he's- yeah, he's right, but that's who we're sort of looking for, isn't it? We're looking for the likes of the Minimino's to hopefully kick out. I mean, Minimino is probably the more difficult position. He came to a side that was flying. It wasn't really a place yeah. forward to mm. drop, him, drop him in. And unfortunately, his first sort of chance in the game came of away at Wolves, which is a bit of a brutal... Yeah. Welcome to English football, Wolves. It's hard, though. Yeah, so the, and he would have been one of the players who probably benefited as well from the the small break in the other way because he would have had more time then to to jet you seen like the zoom calls and the likes of everything that the squad was doing. So that, things like that just bring the squad back together in that way. So like you think Keita as well, any niggle and injury he had, he's had to be sitting out for three months now. I can't imagine whatever they were doing at home was too strenuous either. So mm. Out of all the teams in the Premier League, although it, all it did was prolong our wait to be Premier League champions, like we had our hairs being pulled out every other day because we didn't know what the story was. But when you look at it in hindsight, mm. they were all resting up and charging up the batteries because our front three needed that. And we had like Henderson was in and out of the squad with Knox coming up to answer and Salah wasn't 100% fit now. So you'd like to think that we have li- literally everybody ready to go now for these last nine games. Yeah, you, you hope so. You'd like to think with the medical staff, they're normally pretty good for this sort of stuff. Yeah. Is we're, we're quite good at getting players on the pitch and sort of identifying these little niggles, you know, near the end, you know, his last year, his storage was available a lot more. Maybe not picked, but he's available a lot more. Naby seems to be one of the few that we've still got in the squad where they can't quite seem to nail down why he keeps picking up these niggling injuries so hopefully maybe that's something that they sort of ironed out I think as well um, just knowing the way Klopp and the, the medical staff operate I'd imagine that for these nine games every single player probably knows how many minutes that they're going to play in the team I'd imagine that this is all already being drawn up because we, we only see like the, the few bits on the inside training and then we see the 90 minutes on a Saturday or a Sunday or whenever that the game is but there's a science behind all of this and I reckon all the, like the man management you now for the next nine games will be down to a T because like you said Chris the football is back in September so club will probably be thinking of a rollover look you're probably going to get a one or two week break holiday away or whatever but when you come back you're going to be straight back into it sort of thing you know Yeah, and even with the holiday yeah, they're probably not going to go abroad. Yeah, because yeah. you you have a two week quarantine. You come back in the UK, so even for the players, even, they're going to have two weeks off. You can't really escape because it's not really not in the UK. They can go where people don't know who they are. Yeah, so that's going to be a different thing for the guys to try and get used to. I would think not just us. I mean, all, yeah, all clubs have got that issue as well. 
It's going to be challenging for them all, I yeah. suppose, isn't it, when it comes into that? Um, just quick question on the screen there. Rumours going around about Coutinho wanting to come back. Quick one, would you take him back, lads? Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, I think if you're using Coutinho in the same role as you're using Shikiri, where he probably plays more minutes... Yeah. You can't tell me that you wouldn't take that, regardless of what's gone on in the past. People need to forget like the, the tribalism of football and this, that, and yeah. the other. Like, all of them lads out there, Coutinho realised he's made a mistake. The fella at the end of the day was a South American player going to play for Barcelona. Like, you just you don't get in the way of those things. Look, he didn't go well at the right way, but you need to think, like, you're seeing his, his agent there on on the Sky Sports Football Morning Show. No angel either, you know what I mean? Yeah. Coutinho is a hell of a footballer and if, if the the touted uh, price is the real price well then I think we should definitely be, be be looking into it that's just me I understand some people are objecting to it but I, I, can, I can understand I think the price could be key the price could be the key yeah. thing um, when he was getting rumoured to be available for 80 million I was always sort of sceptical that we'd have paid that for a player to his age uh, and you know to I don't think Klopp would have maybe been into that. We'd have been breaking our transfer record. But when you're talking about 40 million, I think it becomes a lot more appealable of a, of a sign. And, you know, and it certainly won't, you know, it can be done in the sense that there's probably money still out to Barcelona. So cash wise, it's probably not the hardest deal to do. It might be something that he could see happening. Um, Peter, do you see any legs in that one or would you take him or how do you feel? I'd uh, come in back with open open arms. I think he's an absolutely fantastic footballer, world class player, and he he was brilliant for Liverpool. And it was just the way that that he left the club, wasn't it, under under the yeah. cloud and um, sort of feigned a back injury, didn't he, to say, and um, put in a transfer request. And I, I just think that burnt so many bridges with him that on on the possibility of a return because. The likes Jürgen Klopp and the club, they're not going to want us to be seen as in run over Russia by somebody who, who's gone, oh, yeah, dude, I just want to leave, let them, and then all of a sudden he wants to come back. I just think Liverpool and, and Klopp are far too strong for that now. They're in far too strong a position to to welcome Coutinho back, although personally my, my choice would be um come back tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, and Chris, what about yourself? Um, I'm sceptical I'm sceptical it, it, it's true purely on football ability football talent yeah you'd be stupid not to he, he's better than any of the other things we've, we've got the squad especially to be the fourth attacker or to switch formations he gives us all that the only thing look it's whether Klopp has got the up with him or not which is a big thing the only good thing he has for not bringing out which Klopp can use is he can show him as the example to other players going if you want to act the maggot and go, mm. you can. There's the prime example of if it goes wrong, you're, you're, you're buggered, really. Yeah. And, you know, that could be the thing. You know, if someone like a man or a salad at the head turn, you can just say, go. You can go if you want. But it could you could end up the next Philip Coutinho. In other words, within six months of a year, you're being palmed around everywhere and it's not quite the move you want where he you're loved. So, there is that character. I mean, yeah, the you know, Klopp said, didn't he, before? Uh, 
Yeah, just before he he left, he said to me, "If you stay here, they, they'll build the they'll build a statue of you." Although we don't want to really talk about statues at this point. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they said you can build a statue for you, or you can go and just be another player um, in Barcelona's squad. You're just another one to eleven. You're not nothing special. So uh, I think. Yeah, and Klopp absolutely knew the situation of of what could have happened, and and it, it, unfortunately, it's it's happened to Phil Coutinho, and he's he's been found out to to buy Munich last season, hasn't he? It looks like Barcelona have, have washed the hands of him now, and they, they don't want him. They're, they're offering him to all sorts of Premier League teams, and I think personally, he could end up at, at Paris Saint Germain. I think that's that's a a club that could could likely be interested in Coutinho. The Neymar's there as well, and a Brazilian teammate. Uh, they've got the money to to spend. Um, so I think somewhere like like a PSG or or, or the likes of that would, would be the next destination for, for Coutinho. I suppose Newcastle make, could be an option if they become cash-rich as well. Yeah, the other option makes him a bit more appealing now to probably last year is the talk now is Barca wants to subsidise a significant chunk of his wages. Which again then yeah. helps us with our situation. I mean, I know it's not a transfer show, but we have they have talked about other players who who are open to leaving Liverpool. You know, your Wilson, your Shakir, your your Lovrens, and we're saying we wouldn't get the money that we would have got for them. But I looked down before. There's about twelve players who can leave this summer who are on loan or don't really have any future with Liverpool and ne- never really going to touch the first team. You're not telling me if you saw, if you got rid of those twelve in for small fees. They all tot up, and maybe that's all you need. Look, to cover, to cover yes, the fake. People are talking about the container the L happening. Whether I, I want it to happen, I'd like to see him back. But the thing is, it's never going to happen, not even from a financial standpoint, because, like, you bet the bottom dollar. Michael Edwards is already looking for the next Catino. He's not going to bring him back. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, money, the ball, thing is too much. Money, ball is, money ball is still in effect there. So, yeah. They bring Coutinho back then. What, he, he's a depreciating asset as soon as you take him back from the minute you get him. Because what's he now? He's 28. Yeah. He comes back. He's not going to get another big move away from Liverpool because he wouldn't take one. So there's no real value in bringing him back only for to be a squad player in, in that unless sense. It's a, unless it's but, a loan. That's what I'm saying. It's exactly. a loan deal. That's what, it might, that's what mm. I'm thinking. I'm not yeah, thinking yeah. But, but imagine Michael Edwards is looking at probably scouting someone who we've never even heard yeah. of. And you never know. Look, the next Coutinho might be in the squad. I said, I, mm. I made a point on Twitter the other day about bringing him back and then someone made a brilliant counterpoint saying that uh, you're going to bring Coutinho back on a big wage to stunt the growth of the likes of Harvey Elliott and Curtis Jones. And you have to think, well, yeah, yeah. maybe maybe that's that's very true, you know? You have, yeah, you have to roll the dice. Unless you're getting an option on a player, I think that's really going to be a transcend transcend transcending player in the team um, that's going to go in and really stamp into the fourth team and I'm thinking that someone's mentioned Hossam Ward in the in the comments there and I think you could bring him in and he could become like a key midfield player for you for Coutinho I don't think they will you know they're probably looking at the likes of Dominic Soboloy at Salzburg as a number yeah. 10 he was on the cusp of becoming great rather than bringing back a Philippe Coutinho so that's how I feel with it as well so that's what we'll do we'll get on with trying to do these predictions because I'm already keeping this 20 odd minutes and we haven't even started yet so when <laughs> the games come back right so what we're going to do we're going to split into two teams here it's going to be myself and Peter and it's going to be Chris and Sean and we're going to look at each game we're going to try and predict a score and the scorers 
And what we'll do is we'll go back and look at it as the weeks go on and see if we got any right and just for a bit of crack, you know, just for a bit of a laugh. So the first game back is against those minnows at Everton, um, 21st of June at the old lady, thank God. Um, it won't be rocking, of course, because there's not going to be anybody in it. How do you see this one going, lads? So what we'll do is we'll let uh, Shawnee and Chris have a little chat about this one and see what you think. Yeah. Um, I think we beat them. I think we are. I think, I think, um, I think you want to beat them after last year, will not you? Yeah, definitely. Um, I just think the hunger will be there as well. Like you said, the, the, the next six points are the most crucial six points Liverpool will ever pick up in the Premier history of the Premier League so far. So I don't think uh, going there and having to play with an empty stadium affects souls. I think, if anything, it's worse for them, you know what I mean? Because we, we won't get the shy bags in the crowd at Goodison Blade beyond yeah. 90 minutes of the game. So, yeah, I just think quality, I think we've more quality. We're, we're definitely a fitter side than, than everything. I think we beat them. Yeah, the other thing with Everton is um, they're dropping like clients at the moment. I think we've got Yari Mina out, Walcott's out, um, Gomez is out. Uh, that, that lad he signed in the summer, who's oh, injured. Yeah, and uh, the other one is Delph. Delph apparently is a doubt now, so I, I think they've only got Davis Sigurdsson for central midfield. We've tried that before, and that uh, it doesn't work as a central midfield too. Uh, and to be fair yeah, to Mina, he's probably their Mina's probably their best centre back. So, which is saying a lot, isn't going it? Off the, 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 yeah, so there's a lot of things going on in our favour, and you know, Mr. Pickford is already talking. And every time Pickford talks, he has he has a bit of a Dejan Lofton about him. As soon as he talks, he sets himself up for a fall, and he very rarely delivers on when he talks himself up. That's true. You love to see Jordan having a few chats. Peter, what are you thinking from our point of view? Uh, I assume we're all going for a win here, are we? Uh, an away win, sorry, an away win. Yeah, an away win. I think um, Liverpool, like I said previously, they, they want to come out of the blocks early in these these next couple of games to get this title wrapped up. I think, like the boys were just saying then, Everton's squad is, is severely depleted at the moment. I think I read in the in the Liverpool Echo tonight, they only had uh, 18 players training this week and one, one or two of them, uh, Delph and... Um, not sure who the other one was, was was carrying slight knock. So they've had a lot of youngsters uh, training with them as well. A lad called Anthony Gordon, who's um, who's supposed to be really highly rated, and he's he's on the verge of breaking through into the first team. Um, so yeah, I just think that we're we're going to go over to, to, to Goodison Park, and I just think it'll be um, it'll be a convincing win for Liverpool. Um, Everton could likely to get the odd goal, so I'll go with a four-one victory for Liverpool in that game. 4-1, so I'm happy to back you on that one. We go 4-1. And who do you fancy to get the goals for us in that game, Peter? Do you have any inkling for anybody in particular? Yeah, I think Sadio Mane's looked really sharp, hasn't he? He scored in his yes. uh, in in the games we've had the the, the practice matches um, against Blackburn again yesterday. Looks like he's been keeping himself really, really sharp, really fit. Minamino's another one. By all accounts of Ed, he, he's been really sharp in training. He, he's looked apart and he's one to, to 
to watch coming up. So with uh, Mane to Minamino and um, obviously Mo Salah, he's uh, he's he's our superstar. He's uh, he's bound to go all over the Goodison Park, in my opinion. Lovely stuff, lovely stuff. And lads, what are you thinking? Have you what along what lines are you going? All right, 3-0 again, I think. Yeah, it's 3-0. 3-0, so we'll give you 3-0. You go with 3-0, Chris. Yeah, we'll have a clean sheet. We'll go with a clean sheet. Who have you got for goals? I agree with Manny because he he loves going against the Blues. The other thing is Bobby because Bobby just loves an away goal. That's what he does. Just does away goals for us. So they seem to be the the main two I can pick up for scoring. And then maybe Cater because he just seems to be all the talk seems to be he seems to be the sharpest one back, which is nice to hear. And it sounds like uh, Genie's picked up a bit of a niggle, so Salah, so you know, maybe it's my big age Genie sets Yeah, happy to go with that then, boys. Mane, Bobby, Mane, Bobby, Mane, Mane, Bobby, and Katie, yeah, for the goals on a 3 0 for you, boys. And we're going for what are we going to pee? Mane double, are we? And Mi- Minamino and Salah. Yeah, money to Minamino and Mo Salah, yeah. Excellent. And then we'll move on to the next game three days later. Crystal Palace at home at Anfield. Again, I think we're going to romp, romp the arse off these. Um, I think we're going to really hit these for about five or six. Um, <laughs> but I won't go over the top again. I'll, I'll divert there to Peter. What are you thinking on this one? Yeah, I think I think Palace are one of them sides, aren't they, who who are just below the the European places, so they've still got a little bit of um, bit bit to play for with their season. So I think uh, and Palace are always one of them sides, aren't they, that that sort of give us a give us a tricky game with the likes of Zaha on the wing and and, and the long ball game that they like to play and yeah. hustle and bustle and things like that. They, that 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 Crystal Palace always always brings to to Anfield. So yeah, I don't I don't see us actually going out there and um, although I hope we do go out there and and completely turn them apart. I'll go for a, um, a slightly more conservative. Um, Scoreline in this one. I'll I'll go for a for a two 0 victory for Liverpool in this one. Jesus, we're not meeting in the middle on this one at all. We'll go with two 0 So, <laughs> and who do you who do you fancy for goals in this? Do you think now? But before we go on, like, do you think this could um, be one where he's just going to go full strength and then keep this sort of momentum with the sort of as minimum changes as possible? So we'll still be looking at the usual suspects playing these games. Yeah, and I think it's it's a game for the likes of your, your creative players to try and come to the fore with with the, the big uh, six foot plus defenders that Crystal Palace have, the big midfield players. You're looking for someone who's going to weave in between, someone get in between the lines, the likes of a Cater or or a Minamino or Shakiri, someone like that. So I'll go with uh, with Naby Cater in this one and um, possibly a set piece. So Virgil Van Dijk uh, always uh, always a threat, isn't he from from a cross by uh, Alexander yeah. Arnold, whether that's a corner, a free kick, and uh, save from the other side with Robertson. So yeah, I'll go with uh, with Virgil Van Dijk set piece uh, for the Excellent. for the Palace game. Good stuff. Now to Chris and Sean, what are you two thinking on this one? I'm, I don't know. See, the the thing about making predictions there is that like 
it could be over by by this stage because City play Burnley before then. And if they don't win, they have to win both both of those games. Or or we'll we'll be champions because I I think we'll beat everything like we said. So it's hard to know. I think if it it, this one really for me, I think there's going to be a cagey game because it's going to be the one to do it. And I got one nil. I think it could. This could be like one of them one nilers, really. Yeah. I've got. I had two nil down, and the reason I had two nils because it was a it was only a three day turnaround, and I mm. think he'll go same eleven, which is why I put two nil. Uh, and I think it'd be one of those horrible two nils where we might go up at one nil early, and then it'd be a typical Liverpool. We'll be waiting till like eighty fifth, eighty six minutes till we get a second, and it'll be horrible. So and it'll be one of those that's horrible to watch. You know, we've had a few of them this season. I think it'd be one. I think two 0 but I think it'd be one of those horrible two 0s where it's one 0 for ages, and then you you nick it right at the end just to secure it. Right. So, do you want to go then with a, a one 0 Give me a score off for a one. Salah. One 0 Salah. And then you might get one in, Chris. You know, a late, a late run in from Harvey Elliott. If that happens, we'll give you a bonus point at the end of the season. All right, then so, I'll, I'll go with that. So then we've got a break. We've got the only real break until the last game of the season. Yeah, so it's the FA Cup uh, quarterfinals fall on the, the next weekend. Um, so it's a break and then it's Man City. You know, Again, we're just doing this for a bit of a laugh. You know, it's hard to predict because, as Sean, you said, you don't know what the lay of the land is going to be. You know, we we could be champions. They might not be bothering their arse putting out anyone of any note in this. They might, their court case is still going on. They might be looking at Champions League. You don't know what they're going to be in. But what way, I'll let you boys go first on this um, prediction here, Chris and Sean. So how do you think the Man City game will fall? I think this is the one game we drop points in. I've got I I think a one one because I think for, regardless of what happens is even we go in there as champions, I think both managers will have the same the same uh, mentality, which is lay the marker for next year. This is your they'll both go, this is how next season starts. So mm. Guardiola will want to say, Yeah, you're champions. Beat us they'll want to beat us at the Etihad, then they can go, There's your marker. This is this is what we're gonna do to you next year. And Liverpool will be the same. They'll be going, we want to prove we're champions and put a foot in the throat, which is a, you know, what Fergie was always very good at, which is if he'd got a title won, he'd like to then get quite a, a decent win against his closest capacity to kind of go, we're still on top. So I think it, I think it'll be a 1-1. Uh, and we haven't got the best record at the Etihad. They're always good games. Uh, we, unfortunately, we always need to go on the wrong side of the results. But mm. I, in my head, I've got a 1-1 with Bobby scoring. What do you think of Johnny? I got one one. I got one one as well. I reckon Fragile though. That 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 could genuinely be one of the best games of football I've ever seen in the Premier League because yeah. one thing I've noticed since like the football is coming back is that there's a bit of an expressiveness about how the top teams are playing football at the moment. I don't think I think there's no that the intensity is not there because the crowd is not there. That's fair enough. But I think the, the the other the other side of that is that there's no sort of 
there's nothing holding the players back from just expressing themselves. They're not going to be getting moaned at from fucking people 10 yards behind yeah. them in the dance sort of thing. So someone said Dylan Westwood is at City Stadium is always empty. Yeah, but that's fair enough. But um, I, th- I think this could be a really good game of football, but uh, one off. Yeah. Um, fair enough, boys. Is agreed on that. Peter, what are you thinking for this one? City away. Yeah, um, always uh, one of the highlights of the season, isn't it? When we we go up against Manchester City, and previously we've we've done quite well there, haven't we? In, in the Champions League, we we went there and come away with a two-one victory. Then, although we we was on the receiving end of that that five-nil um, scoreline a few seasons back when uh, when Mignolet was was in goal. So yeah, I think um, I'm gonna. I'm going to side with a draw as well. I just want to score a draw. I think, like, like the, they were saying earlier, that uh, it could be a, a really exciting open game. Uh, I think that will be the case. I think it's uh, it's going to be an end-to-end game. Goals at both ends. So, yeah, 2-2 two, two for me in this one. Um, two, two. Excellent. Score a draw, yeah. Who are you thinking? Anyone in particular for the goals in this one? Yeah, I think you, you're looking at your strikers for this because uh, obviously it's it's a bit of a midfield battle with, with City, and it, it usually comes out to whoever wins that midfield battle in this in this fixture usually comes out to, on top. So, um, yeah, I think I'll I think I'll go, Firmino likes a goal at the Etihad, doesn't he? He scored yeah. once or twice there, so I'll go with uh, Bobby Firmino and. Um, Sadio Mane, he's another one who's uh, yeah. who's always likely to pop up with a with a goal. So and he's looking sharp so far. In fairness, two two Mane in the practice games. He's for had. me, no. excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Now the next game, lads, is only two days he's later. Looking, looking superb. Yeah, he certainly is. Two games, two days later, we play Villa at home. Mm. Um, Peter, it's not much of a turn, not much of a break, is it? Two days. I mean, it's. Could we see some form of rotation in the team at this? Do you think at this stage? No. You think he's going to go strong? Yeah, most definitely. With um, with the game coming, no, I, I think he he'll mix it up quite a lot. I think obviously the the sports science team are very um, are very aware of of the times and and how much rest players need in between games. And I think, obviously, the title should have been wrapped up by this game. And then um, I think you'll see a lot of the younger lads playing in this fixture. Uh, Harvey Elliott, Jones, Williams. Uh, still think he'll have one or two of the um, of of his first choice 11 out there just to, to, to back the kids up. But I think um, you'll definitely see a lot of young players in that fixture. I know Aston Villa are struggling Quite badly, aren't they? You know, they they lost the goalkeeper and um and Wesley the striker, wasn't it? And I was just before we come onto the show, I was I was reading about the uh the, the Premier League have said that the twenty five man squad was um put into the league before the start of the season. That that can't be changed, even though we've had this this big break and the clubs have asked for extra players to be added. Uh, they've turned around and said, "No, it's the it's the twenty five man squad that was sub- submitted before the start of the season, unless it's uh, uh, do you get special dispensation." So I think Aston Villa are going to be um, struggling as well, and I just think with with us having plenty of uh, room for the, for the young lads to come in, I think we'll choose to go with them, and I'll I'll say it'll be um, 
I'll go with a 1-1 one, one draw in that game. 1-1. One, one. Okay. And do you fancy any any particular scorer? Will we see a new face, do you think, getting a goal in this one? Yes. Someone like a Curtis Jones, who's, yeah. who's come good in the derby game, didn't he? Uh, scored uh, when, when he capped in the side in the, uh, in the FA Cup game. So, He's he's gonna to want to impress, isn't he? Especially playing um, playing at Anfield in front of Klopp, playing for the first team. He's gonna to want to try and put his nose in there for next season and and show show the Klopp and the backroom staff what he's all about and and what he can do and and give them food for thought um, going into next season. Not just Jones or all the other young lads. Um, Harvey Elliott's another one to me. Who, he looks like he's 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 bulked up a bit. He come in last yeah. season, didn't he? A, a little raw, skinny teenager, if you like. And he, he looking at him yesterday, he seems to have um, filled out a little bit. Um, even though he's only seventeen years of age or, or whatever he is, uh, it's it's one of them. Rooney made his debut at sixteen, didn't he? And other players have come in at a young age. So no matter how old you are, if you're good enough then and you're ready for the Premier League, then then so be it. And, and I think Klopp will um, will understand that, obviously, and and choose to uh, to go with Harvey Elliott in the likes of the Villa game. So, yeah, real good opportunity for the for the young lads in the Villa game, I think. But you still fancy the one-all in that. That's fine. Lads, what are you thinking on this one? Yeah. Villa away. A villa at home, sorry, villa at home. So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids' summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or calls.com for details. Um, I'll be win. I think we win. And I don't think there'll be many that I don't think there'll be wholesale changes for that game. Um, I think probably the team might look somewhat similar to what we played against Everton in the derby uh Anfield. Um, the likes of Origi and that thrown in, maybe Minamino. Um the, the another thing as well is like to give the youngsters minutes. We don't necessarily have to start them now because yeah. the fourth substitution rule means there's going to be plenty around for that sort of movement in the in the second half of game. So uh, yeah, I think I think we'll be Villa. I think we'll be Villa at home. Like they, they Villa, like like Peter said, they're not. They haven't got the biggest of squads. They're already kind of struggling with injuries, and like us, they will be playing three games a week as well. So um it's gonna take a t- it's gonna all of the, this the, the the loadout coming into the last nine games is gonna take its toll on a lot of these smaller sides. Especially sides who haven't got strength and depth like Villa, like Bomb and like even like Leicester, I think Leicester could struggle. Um I think we'll beat them. Yeah. Good stuff. I see Makar says that he heard Elliot has been taken on that Salah's wing, getting him to do a few heavier weights and that, you know, it's not a bad uh, mentor to be having, is it? You know, we had a young player like Harvey Elliot who's looking to establish himself in that type of position. You know, you're learning from the very best. So it's it's not a bad not a bad shooter to have. Uh, Chris, what are you thinking in this one? Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with Shawnee. I, I, I think it'd be similar to the Everton 
5-2 team. I think it's more like you've probably seen Origi. Uh, I think you'll see Milner at left-back. I think we'll see Lalana start, which will mean Twitter will melt down because they always do when Lalana starts. Uh, but I've got to admit, it'll be a scruffy 2-0. I fancy Milner and Origi. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Firmino and Salah say two of the front three, probably sit on the bench and probably don't come off the bench. Yeah. And Shani, uh, what are you thinking score-wise? I'd say 2-0 as well. 2-0. Any particular scorers in mind? Are you happy with yeah. Milner or Origi? I got mean I mean I'll get this forced official Liverpool league goal and Salah. I think because another one of these things is as well, these lads will want golden boots and stuff like that. It matters to them, like you know what I mean. So they're gonna be. I can't imagine them being happy to just sit out of games. The likes of Mane and Salah, who are still kind of in the running, you know. Yeah, I agree there. I think they could really be. Um really kicking down the door to Klopp's office to be saying, look, I want to be playing these games. And you'll see forwards like Harry Kane and Aubameyang, they'll plunder in goals in these sort of dead rubber meaningless matches and that'll boost their golden build chances. And Klopp is a humanist after all. He will look at the human side when it's see that these lads do want to be the top scorer. And I think he will play them an awful lot as well. I think the five Subriel could play into it where you might see players get, because is the rule going to be the same as in Germany where they have to make, you can only make three substitutions. So you can only have three stoppages. So you can do two at one time. Yeah. But you can't yeah, do five yeah. stoppages. You can't do yeah. five individual subs. So you might yeah. see the likes of maybe Harvey Elliott getting a forced half even, or Keanu Hilver getting a forced half and then bringing the other lads on, you know, giving them, I think that would be like a, a game management going on, which is which is nice, you know what I mean. Um, so you boys are both happy on a two 0 We're going for a one one there. Before we move on, I just want to say again, if anyone's watching us on Periscope, lads, if you can consider just having a look on YouTube and switching over to that, if possible. If not, look, watch us wherever you want. We're happy that you're joining us at the end of the day. But if there's anything. Uh, that you can switch over to the YouTube channel, bang the like button, the subscribe. That'd be great. So, I think also with Salah, I think we've already Salah though. If he gets it this year, top goal scorer, he'll only be the third player to ever get it three years running. I think he puts him in the Shearer and Omri bracket because they're the other two in the Premier League who've been top goal scorer three years running. And I suppose you know, so, at the end of the day, it is an important stat, isn't it? For these guys' personal um, accolades yeah, are a big yeah. deal at the end of the day. Yeah, and to be fair, you know, and Manny's just very competitive, so he'll. He, he was joint last year, so he'd be like, well, I want to get it on my own or I want to get joint again. So, for me, you know, mostly he doesn't care about goals, but he seems, he seems to get as much pleasure from supplying and as scoring as Salah and Manny agree for goals, which is not a bad thing. So, yeah, I'm... I, it's gonna, I think Klopp's going to have a job telling them, lads, look, I'm resting you. Yeah. I just don't think they want to be rested. Salah and Mane are going I suppose they're looking to be the African player of the year every year as well and mm-hmm. they're battling Aubameyang for that and I suppose if you come out on the top of that particular you know individual chart it, it does stand when it, the individual awards will come even at the, the African awards and things like that so it's it's a, an interesting one already so now we move on um, four days after Villa we play Brighton away a game that Brighton seem to be dreading because they're doing everything in their power not to get these games played. Right. Um, 
again, I'm very much, I can't see us dropping many points um, in this particular run. Brighton away, I can't see us dropping any, any points in this. I can only see a win. Uh, we'll take this one for us. Peter, how do you see this one going? Yeah, like you say, Brighton are one of the teams who were who are, who are not looking at uh, coming back favourable, are they? They're, they're trying to make up any sort of excuse, and the chairman and the managers are all um, all ones who've come out uh, opposing the restart of the of the Premier League. So, yeah, I think it's an opportunity for us uh, to go down there. Say, there's there's not going to be a crowd. Um, putting putting the lads off. There's not going to be that that intensity. I think um, it's pretty going to be much like a, a routine win for Liverpool, straightforward. Um, and I'll go with a, with a three 0 victory for Liverpool in in that fixture. Good stuff. Any particular scorers? Um, I think Salah's got a goal there previously. I think I, I like to tend to, to, to go with the players that's that's done well at stadiums grounds. previously. Obviously, they got a feel for the place. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, um, Mo Salah's, I think he got a pen there last season, wasn't it? To be win one nil, um, he scored a penalty. So I'll go with Salah um, to get two. And um, let's see. pick a different one. Jordan Henderson. We'll go with um, Henderson to get an away goal against uh, Brighton, yeah. To boil the pace of Liverpool FC Twitter. Excellent. Lad. <laughs> Brighton away, how are you feeling? I, I, I've just put routine. Doesn't say much. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. I thought the Brighton game as a, as a routine 2-0. Salah and I, I put Trent down just something a bit different. Salah, I don't know what it is. We don't, the last couple of trips to Brighton have all been 1-0. That's probably because of the crowds, but it just it just seems one of those sides that we beat, but it, it, it doesn't always seem to be like a... It always seems to be hard to get the first goal against Brighton. Once we do, we're, we're fine, but they just seem to be a little bit of an awkward side for us to break that. I don't know why, because on paper, there should be a side we should be beating quite easily. Yeah, true. That's that's true. Shawnee, how are you thinking on this one? Yeah, I'd say a routine 2 0 as well. A routine 2 0. Lovely stuff. Any particular scorers for you? Oh, Mane with, with a brace. Mane double. Love to see it. Excellent stuff. Now, we move on then three days later. Burnley at home. Big Sean Deutsch getting his team up for it. Putting it in the mixer and all them northern stereotypes. Boys, <laughs> I'll let you have a run at this one. How do you think Burnley will do? Burnley. I, um, I, I reckon that this is a complete dead robot. They're in the middle of the. It'll be a training session. I reckon we'll beat them. Yeah. Uh, I reckon there will be a few changes in there again. Uh, see that being two three one. I'd say. Jesus, go on, boy, this guy's going to get 109, 107 points. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really so. Really so. So you're going 3 1. Have you any scorers or in mind? Um, Salah, Salah Van Dyke, and Salah. Van Dyke. Grand. And I, 
Keith Hendrick getting there uh, uh, one just before his move to AC Milan. That's it. Yeah, the the big the big signing for the Rossoneri. Jeff yeah. does he not have a <laughs> no, I down in I won't talk about tags or anything on him. Chris, how are you feeling on uh, Burnley? Absolutely, I've got three one as well because Burnley always seems to score at home against us, but we always seem to find a way. Yeah. Uh, I've got VVD Salah, and I think that's when Midamino gets his goal. Excellent, Peter. What do you think we'll do on this? Yeah. Burnley, it's uh, it's always a tough game, like you say, isn't it? The, the stereotypical long ball team um, coming over from Lancashire and, like you say, trying to put it into the mix. It roughers up a little bit, um, but I don't think it, it's going to be one of them types of games because, like you say, it's it's not much to play for. Title will be sewn up. I don't think Burnley's got, got much to play for, save from, from relegation. Um, pretty much be a stroll in the park for both teams, and uh, I think we'll 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 cruise out with a with a two 0 victory. Uh, I think someone like an Alex Oxley Chamberlain has always done well against Burnley in the sure. past. Not had much of a mention. He's yeah, yeah he's not had much of a, a mention. Always picked up a slight injury, but um, when when he's on his day, he's um, he's he's a real player for us. So yeah, I'll go with with Oxley Chamberlain, and um, let's see. Go with someone else a bit different. Uh, go with Genie Wijnaldum. He's another player who, who can who can pop up with the odd goal. Doesn't doesn't score a great deal, but um, always chips in with with two or three a season. So I think this could be a be a game where uh, Wijnaldum could uh, get on the score sheet. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And the the Ox is actually a good shout for a game like that as well because they they're they're not an expansive team. Burnley, they're going to sit there. They're going to have. They're gonna. Sean Deutsch is gonna line up all his players, make them stand against the wall, and say, "Right, the four biggest yous are all going at the back. The next four biggest are all going to midfield, yeah. and the, the two up front are gonna be two big hams as well. So there could be little spaces, little pockets that open up <laughs> for Oxley Chamberlain to operate in and get on. You know, one of them long range shots of his. So they could be a good show. Deutsch will probably have them mm. cycling to Anfield from Burnley and then cycling back. You know, he's one of these uh, old school types. So. <laughs> You know, that might take it out of them. We'll, we'll see. Um, I, also, I, I also think that's a game that uh, Lalana starts. Another Lalana game, is it? Another one of the farewell tour. I, I think he always seems to play against Burnley. Yeah. Home, home and away, he always starts against Burnley. And you wouldn't think he's the type of player for Burnley because of how physical they are. But, but he usually does he well. Just love, mm. He just seems to love a Burnley game. So, And also, it, it just, it, 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 Klopp just did it to piss Twitter off. Yeah. You'd like to think that. Yeah. <laughs> You'd love yeah. to see it. it wouldn't surprise, I know, it wouldn't surprise us. It wouldn't do. Yeah. So then we go, four days later, we move on to Arsenal away. Do we treat them with the disrespect they deserve or is this going to be a tricky game? Um, we go with Shawnee for this one. He's shaking his head there. Arsenal away always bugs the piss out of me. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we always go there and give them too much respect. Yeah. I feel like we always go there and give them too much respect. We let them in the game. Um, what score was it there last year? Last year it was one all there. And yeah. We, we batted them. And then the years previous, we were 3-1 up cruising and we let them back into the game again. Um, judging by what I've seen by, from, from them against Brentford the other day, <laughs> uh, a really bad spot. 
Um, they're another team who's kind of too far away from being in the Champions League places. Um, with that being said, in the league, Arteta has made them a difficult team to beat, which is not very Arsenal like. Um, I'd say a one all draw at the Etihad. Or the uh, Emirates, even. Same thing. Same thing. All the one crowd, aren't they? It's all money yeah. laundering and fucking. Um, uh, Firmino to get the goal. Bobby C. Senor. Chris, what are you thinking on that one? I'd also still get FA Cup. Because I know that I know they bombed out the Europa. Have they got anything to play for other than Europe now? I don't know what they. Because I think I, I, I've got to feel about I, I've got to feel about this point. Three games to go. I think Arsenal are, are up and running for top for top four, top six. I think they'll be done by then. And I they think they are still in the cup. Yeah, I, I, I think that's if they if they get past the quarterfinals. They have Sheffield United away. Sheffield United away in the FA Cup. Yeah, which I think, although it doesn't, you wouldn't think so. But I think they'd win that because I think Sheffield United have got a real chance of Champions League, and I I wouldn't blame them if they were like prioritised that over FA Cup. So if Arsenal in the FA Cup, I think they go for that because I just can't see them getting Europe in a league league position. Uh, I've got two one because the ultimately. As good as they are going forward, and they've got some real talent. You know, the young uh, Brazilian Martinelli looks looks yeah, talented. Yeah, you know, I like. Yeah, he looks good. I like. I, I like the young kid uh, Saka, who plays left back for him. But ultimately, this is still a side that has David Luiz, mm. Socrates, Mustafi. You know, it is. It's like watching Liverpool um, end of Rogers first season yeah. of the club when we had Torre, Skirtle. You know, they're all of that ilk where they can be good on the day. The day just doesn't come very often, and David Luiz against us has a rick in him every time. So I've gone two one, Manny and Bobby. Manny and Bobby, and if you saw the Sean, you mentioned about them being beaten by um, Brentford. Was it Brent? Yeah, yes. Brentford was. And the, some of the defenders, yeah. Jesus Christ! I'm hoping they carry that. that forward a few weeks into air game. We'll have a field day. Yeah, I saw that because Arsenal Twitter have been going at United, haven't they? Because they because United got beaten. They played two friendlies on the same day. They got beaten one, one the other. So, yeah, you know, you know, people are reading too much into these things. But I'm liking to read into it as well. You know, I think Arsenal look bleeding pony in their one. So hopefully they mm. could be done and dusted by the time we get near them. Peter, what are you thinking on this Arsenal? Yeah, it's it's always been um, a bit of a difficult away fixture for us, hasn't it? Um, but that's. That's when when the crowd's there and and behind them. It's going to be a totally different uh, scenario this time with with no fans in the stadium. Um, I think Liverpool will probably be, go a little bit stronger in this game because obviously they're one of the one of the top end teams and don't want to go there and and suffer a, a defeat coming towards the end of the season. So they're going to want to can continue with a little bit of momentum. So I think uh, we'll go down there. It, it, it won't be. Um, it it won't be uh, it'll be a, cl- a close game I think sorry and um, I'm gonna go with a two one victory for Liverpool in the uh, in this fixture away at the Emirates okay. I'll go with um, Mane to score in this one and um, let me see um, go with another set piece uh, go with 
go with Trent Alexander-Arnold for this one. Bit of a different shout. Why not throw a, a little special one in there? Avo in the chat put up that he doesn't think they have eight wins all season. Um, you're doing them a disservice, Avo. They have nine wins, Arsenal. It's a... They're in ninth position in the league. They've had nine wins, which is less than one, two, three, four of the teams below them have had more wins than Arsenal this season. They're an absolute basket case. They're hard to be since Arteta came in, as Shawnee said, but I think they've only won once in the league, you know. So they're they're a club in transition and hopefully we've seen them, we've given them absolute lickings and then gone to them and sort of paid them too much respect. I agree with what Shawnee said. So I hope we don't mm. do that. It's one of the things that I think Klopp could improve on is maybe playing this some of these teams. United is one he does as well, quite regular, mm. that he, he gives them too much respect and he usually falls fall on our face a bit with them so hopefully we go in there and we can yeah. smash them up this, so, yeah. this season seems to be a season where we have sort of rectified most of the United still we haven't done but you know things like the Leicester draws the West Ham draws you know silly draws at home to Everton he sort of slowly started to eliminate them out I think there's only really Old Trafford where we still seem to have an absolute hoodoo and I, I can't get my head around it uh, but it, most of the others this season, he does seem to have found a way. I think he's he's sort of got in his head now from last year is draws draws ain't good enough. We have to go for the win. Yeah. It's a big difference, a big change, isn't it? Um which is good. You know, we like to see that. Yeah. Then we move on then to our last home game of the season. Now, if I'm right, is this we still get our trophy on this day, is it? Or is there not going to be any special Video link fucking trophy presentation. We'll still take it. This will be the day we get to get the trophy. It's Chelsea at home. Chelsea are amazing now with Werner and Havertz and um, Pele and Garincha in that team. None of them will be eligible to play against us, thankfully, on this day. But, you know, they're a decent team, Chelsea. You know, can be flipping the barrel, but they are a decent team. Um, how do we see this one going, Peter? What, what are you thinking on this? Do you think it's a, a fiesta? Or is it going to be a siesta? Is it going to be a snooze or, or a party on the day? I think I'm more tending to, to go towards the, the party for this game. Um, like you say, it's it's probably the day when when they can they can lift the title, all, all the pressures off. Um, and I think the lads, they, they've done well against Chelsea in, in the Premier League. In previous in previous seasons, I remember Salah scored that that rocket of a, a strike last season, didn't he? And they're always a team that Liverpool like like to get one over. There's there's been a rivalry over the over the past uh, past decade or so, hasn't it, with with, with Chelsea and the, and the Champions League semi finals and going back to uh, 2005 as well. So yeah, there's a there's a sort of um, a mini history there between us, obviously, um, and it's one of them teams that we. That we don't like to to get beat by um, the team uh, when we was the, when we was going for the title under Brendan Rodgers and and, and Donners didn't he with that two 0 victory that's another um, another one that we that, that we like to uh, try and put right so yeah it's it's always a game that Liverpool uh, uh, want to win and I think we will win this fixture it's going to be like a, like you say like like a party atmosphere carnival atmosphere fans are going to be celebrating around the country around the world. Um, so, yeah, I'll go with a with a three one victory for Liverpool in this game against Chelsea. Any particular scorers? 
Yeah, I'll go with Salah again. Um, I'll go with Firmino. Um, I'll go with Firmino to score two in this game and uh, and Mo Salah to, to score one. Lovely stuff, lovely stuff. Chris, what are you thinking on this? Um, I've got the Stars a draw 2-2. Two, two. Only because I still think they'll be in a battle for top four, top five. Uh, and, and as much as we'll have won the trophy and we'd like to get a win at the last home game, all our games against Chelsea, they're always 2-1, two, 2-2, two, two, three. They're always very tight. So I've just got a feeling it'll be a, uh, uh, an entertaining 2-2. Two, two. That's what I've got. Why not? Who would you fancy the score? Uh, I've got Salah and Van Dyke. Salah and Bridge. Shawnee. 2 0 Liverpool. 2 zip. Who do you yeah. fancy to get the goals? Uh, that's uh, Mane. Mane to get both. Lovely stuff. I love a Mane brace. Um, I think uh, that should be the day when when we're crowned, you know? So, yeah. Uh, I get the. To be a fire light there for us, whether they're going for top four or not. Yeah. But better. You haven't got Hazard anymore, so I don't lose sleep the night before the Chelsea game anymore. That's true, yeah. The big thing and Kante will make his second appearance of the season or his tour to include the Super Cup. Um, so he might put in another worldy performance as he tends to do. But, hmm. you know, I totally agree. I think the party atmosphere could be what gets us over the line. We've waited too long for this. And with the fact that there's not going to be oh, a crowd yeah. there, I think we'll play into the, you know, there'll be no tension. The, the players will just go out there and play. And, um, yeah, I can see that being a party that day as well. So oh, I, think yeah. all... I, I don't I, I have a feeling that there, there could be fans in the stadium. Do you think? The Porto yeah. type where they all climb on the roof with no, flares and all? You see today, uh, Spain are talking about having 10 to 15% capacity in the stadium before the season is out. Um, and Germany the same. So I wouldn't be surprised if something's going on. I would not be surprised. Yeah, it is being optimistic, but it does seem like the football is starting to move that towards that yeah. already. You know what I mean? Because like, Spain and Germany have already talked about trying to do it and doing it in a way that I will see maybe you never know good stuff Stephen O'Connor has been nicely bit there he'd love to stop Chelsea getting four points and one of their dead rubber so I like that I like that uh, optimism yeah. there that's the kind of snide I can get behind me too did he go back the trophy like, <laughs> I'm sure I've read somewhere before they've said um, because there is always the risk of a second wave I'm sure they've said as soon as Liverpool have got it won that that whether that the next home game is, say it's Palace or say we win it at City, I'm sure they said they'll give us a trophy at the next home game, just so we have the chance to parade it, yeah. lift it in case yeah. there is a second wave. So I think we may, have, you know, if we've already got it won by then, we may have the trophy lift done before then. Yeah, that's which, which, I, don't, I don't care when we get it as long as I see Henderson do his shuffle. I don't really mind. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Can once he's shuffling that little tra- trademark shuffle that he has gone, that half of the Liverpool fan base absolutely adored and half of them absolutely despise, makes it all the sweeter. So I'm all for that. Whenever that happens, if it's done by Zoom and when it's just sent out to us, I'll live with that as well. We'll get on to next season. So the last game of the season, boys, brings us to Newcastle away. Um Newcastle away. 
Newcastle might be a in buoyant mood at this this stage. They may have new owners. They may have the richest club in the world by a country mile. Um, and they may be looking at the summer or whenever the transfer window opens to bring in players of all sorts of um, price tags and calibre. Can you see us at this point easing off or are we still pushing? I haven't totted up what we think we'll get points-wise, but are we still going to be looking at records? Peter, what do you think? Are we going to be trying to smash this one as well? Sign off in style? Um, quite possibly, yeah. I think um, with it being the last game of the season, I think Klopp will want to utilise his squad, won't he, and give, give as many people uh, a run out as possible. So, um, with, with the maximum of five substitutions as well now, isn't there? So, I think it's, it's going to be a game where, obviously, the foot's going to be off the gas for both teams. It's 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 not going to be um, any sort of in, intense game by any stretch. It's going to be a pretty simple game for both teams and it'll probably uh, fizzle out into a draw, I think. I don't think it'll be um, be of any importance to Jürgen Klopp to, to finish the season with with a, with a victory. I think it'll just be as long as we've, we've won that title, he, he's happy to, to, to start planning ahead for next season. So, um, I think he'll choose to throw a few of the young younger lads into into this game, get them some some experience at a, a big away stadium like St James's Park, and probably go with a with a majority of young young kids in, in the final game. So I'll go with a with a one one line for the one, Newcastle one. game last game. Who do you think? Who do you fancy the score? Um. I have to go with one of the yeah someone like Diavok Origi, who's uh, who'd probably be one of the the elder statesmen in that game. Yeah, good show, good show. Um, lads, Chris, I'll start with you. What are you thinking for that final game? I think we, I think we smash them four 0 I love it. Why not? The reason being is, I just think title will be won by then. Newcastle are safe, and. It'd be very Mike Ashley, Newcastle, his last game in charge of Newcastle. It'd be symbolic for him to get smashed because the man does nothing for that club. He nothing. So, yeah. and to be honest, we very rarely beat Steve Bruce side comfortably. So, I think he might go full strength, rattle up a, and tell them to rattle up a, a quick lead. And then you'll see wholesale, you know, two on, two on, one on to give the, to give the kids a, a bit of a run, run out. Yeah. So, I think this might be one of the one of the few games, I'm not even sure if it's happened this season, but one of the few games where all of the front three score. And then for a wild card, because I predict it every year and it's never happened yet. So amazing. hopefully it's the year we win the title and his last get and our last game of the season, Joe Gomez finally breaks his duck. I think he's the only player who's not broke his duck yet for us in the outfield. So that's my that's my sort of like yeah, cherry on the top. Last yeah, game of the top. season, wow. last kick. Corner whipped in, big Joe Gomez gets up there, puts the L lid on it. Lovely stuff, you can't beat it. Yeah, I don't care if it's fair and tell. That's it'd be quite nice to just once, you know, last game of the season, already champions and just champagne footballs and, you know, pack, my, pack, pack off Mike Ashley as well. Be great. Yeah, lovely stuff. Shawnee, what are you thinking on this? Till well. Thinking Till well. Yeah. Uh, I see Cordes Jones getting one actually. Lovely stuff. Jones and Lalana. Lalana's last game. Nice Jones and Lalana. Lovely. Yeah. A penno or something really annoy everyone. Like that, yeah, it'd be nice for him because 
just real quick on Lalana, he got a bit of stick in the last couple of years from the fans, but but Klopp talked about him there as him being one of his first lieutenants or the generals yeah. of his era when he came in. He was the main man. He was the trigger for the press. He, yeah, he was always professional. And to be fair, this year when he when he come on and uh, played, he was actually very good. Yeah, a lot of the times he made cameos, and then it's great that he got to stick around and he'll have his moment now because he'll leave Liverpool now after a move, big move, money move from Southampton as a Champions League winner and the Premier League winner, and that's great for him, Adam Lallana. And, Wish him all the best wherever he ends up. And he looks like he even might get a move to Leicester. So he could be playing in the Champions League again next year. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, big big Lalana fan. And although, sorry to see him go, it's, um, he's been a great professional for us. And uh, I wish him all the best. I couldn't agree I couldn't. more. Yeah, I think it's one of them. When you look back at Klopp's early days at the club, he was the one. You're right. The mid, he was the midfielder who took on the press, wasn't he? It was he ran himself into the ground. I know other players got into it, but I think he took it the the quickest. He was the one that really embraced it, and he was Klopp's go-to guy in that first first year or so. Yeah. And then the body just broke down on him, you know, and he just didn't have physically. He just couldn't do it, and it is a shame because I don't understand people, you know. I think he's been a good servant for us and I'd love him to go out on a high and it, I think it'd be nice, you know. So fair play if he can if he can do something like that, it'd be nice. And do we think so let's have yeah, a so that's our last game. Based on that logic then we'll we'll have a hundred and three points, won't we? I reckon that I reckon that's I think yeah, I went three draws. I've got one of five, I think, yeah, so yeah, and so I, was, I was just I was curious before they came on. The most points ever in a twenty five game league season was in Wales and it was a hundred and five. And you have the likes of Neville and others trying to and Troy Deeney trying to detract from this title win to say that it'll be this and that. It'd be great for the boys to go and break a Premier League total of points and then maybe even an all point total of points over a twenty eight yeah. game season. Because look, when the history books are written, it's not going to say anything about COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen isn't even in the papers anymore. Yeah. So. Uh, also, we get to one hundred and three. That's two hundred points over two seasons. Yeah. Which again is of a record. Even Guardiola's hundred point side. And we see. I say only, but they got they got one hundred ninety eight over two seasons, which is still a mad, mad. You know, I don't know how long. Clubs, clubs like us so can keep doing this level of points because it, it's it's crazy sort of points number. It's great to watch, you know. It's great to be a part of it, but it is like, you know, I never thought I'd see a Liverpool side get to ninety five, let alone mm. talking about hundred point seasons. It's uh, it's great. I mean, after the Lalana situation, um, my frustration with when people get, have a go, people like Lalana is he can't help being injured. It's not like. He's injured because he did an Andy Carroll where he's, he's out not living properly, yeah. he's out, you know, on the lash. It's none of that. It's just he's really unlucky, you know. And some people, they just pick up a lot of injuries. He, to me, he's got a little bit of the bloody sneakers about him, which is he's got the talent that you want, but his body just lets him down. And to me, if Lars' body wasn't letting him down, he'd still be, he wouldn't be leaving Liverpool this summer. He'd yeah. still be an integral, he would be playing a lot more, he'd be used a lot more than he is because. The talent, the ability, the uh, the work ethic is never in question. 
he's just a very he's just very very unfortunate his body lets him down uh, um, listen I think if he goes to Leicester I think it'd be great he's probably just what they need an experienced head especially in yeah. Europe someone Rogers trusts as well but someone who isn't going to rock the boat if he's bench for a couple of weeks or you know and he can dip him in dip him out so he'd be great for like a squad harmony thing for Lallana and people like Harvey Barnes they'll learn yeah. so much of a Lallana good role model I, 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 yeah get to the, this is how you get to the next level you know like we have with Milner and Henderson you know and you know they do that with the youngsters you know Lallana could go for Leicester you know it, it, I think he'll be an asset wherever he goes yeah, another uh, Badger Wolf just put in there does the same that Klein has been shafted. Another player that's going to be on the way out, and this is a player that I don't think will have many. Um, there'll be no tears really when Klein leaves. He's been unlucky with injuries, but I don't think you know you can read rumors and all that sort of thing. But there are rumors. I don't know. He's not played. He's played he, like two games in three years. Yeah. He's, it's not his fault, but he's not really. He's not really part of it, and you can always tell when a player is injured. Klopp talks about injured players or, you know, he's doing well, you know, Bruce will be back yeah. soon, Chamberlain, he's doing really well. And then sort of, uh, and he has to be prompted by the press, eh? and Klein, he goes, yeah. oh yeah, uh, yeah, no, he'll, he'll be back soon. The fact is, he never brings him up, which is yeah. very on Klopp-like. He doesn't bring Klein up, where anywhere else, when Chamberlain's out, when Brewster's out, when Lallana's out, he always talks about them, talks about when they're coming back, gives you updates, and Klein, he just doesn't mention him. Don't know why, yeah. but he doesn't. So it's I, I can't really feel. I don't know why you give an extension when it's not played for two and a half years. Whereas Lola, I know he's been injured, but he has contributed this year. He has contributed in the previous three or four years. So yeah. that makes more sense. And Lonnie got his extension because he just needs a third choice goalie, just just in case some freak something freakish happens. Yeah, that's it. Just covering, isn't it? Well, um, I think I think Lonigan, I think Lonigan got the extension because the training. Yeah. Uh, I read that he's been great in training with with um with the, the, the goalkeeper coach and the two lads. So I think like he Lonningham probably won't even get a medal. I think the club will give him one. I think they they'll be but I think club just wants him around there to be in that atmosphere. Yeah, it's like a mini team within the team, isn't it? Like the goal, coach, the starter. Like you do get there's a family sort of vibe with the with the team now, and even throughout rehab, when we seen Chamberlain was injured last year, he was still prominent in the dressing room. He was still around. Yeah, we never seen that from Klein. Yeah. I don't think. I, I don't think. I don't think he's being left out in the cold. I just don't think Klein put himself in the position. To, to be warranted to be kept around. Given. So what's the point of Liverpool playing Klein's wages for another six weeks? Yeah. When he hasn't really... He, ha- he hasn't done himself any favours, I don't think, Klein. Uh, off the pitch, there is speculation, but there's no smoke without fire, as they say. Lalana has been integral to club to club's implementation to the soil over the years. So that's why he was kept. Yeah. He's, he's still training at the academy. He's not even training with the first team, which yeah, exactly is a telling us. Is a telling us something. Yeah. There's something behind the scenes that's not quite right. We'll never know what. No. And Klein ain't going to tell us, and Klopp ain't going to tell us. So, and rumours are rumours. But if you're injured and you're a first team player and you're told you're training with the reserves, there's something going on there. Now, look, maybe Klein's had enough. Maybe he's just like, I want to go. I'm, I'm injured. I'm not happy. And maybe Klopp just wants him out of out the team atmosphere because. You know, he's not, he's not happy. 
you know, look, Klein when he's fit is a good right back. I mean, I, I, when we signed him, I thought he was our next Stephen, and I was actually quite excited when we got him. He's been a bit unlucky, partly with, and partly because that as soon as he got injured, Trent arrived, and that was yeah. it. Then. Was and I suppose you've Nico Williams is breathing down on the right wing at uh, the right yeah. back position and you've Keanu Hill over there as well so there's players young players coming up that are worth investing the time in listen speaking yeah. of time lads I won't keep you any longer so um, Peter thanks very much for joining me tonight Peter's predicting 21 points for the Reds from now to the end of the season which will put us on 103 which is uh, good going I think we'll all be happy with that so uh, Peter thanks very much for joining us yeah thanks for having me boys enjoyed it thanks, thanks again not at all, not at all. Any time, any time. Chris, I think I'm totting you up to give us 25 points. Would that be right from your calculations? I've got 23, so. Right, 23, that's fine. So you're giving us then, what, 105 points, Five. for, which is even better, you know? Who's going to argue with that? And Shawnee... Getting all starry-eyed. Well, that's it. And Shawnee, I think you have us in around 103 as well, have you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so we're all in around the same ballpark. Now, I didn't do my scores on this. I let Peter run with it, but I had us winning every game by about six or seven. So I think I've won 126 <laughs> points or something. But I'm an optimist like that. You know, I'm an optimist. Um, so listen, lads, just want to thank you all um, for joining joining me tonight and doing that. It was an enjoyable show. Before everyone goes, again, if you can look at uh, switching over to YouTube if possible for future shows that'd be great and um, just want to again thank you all for coming and we'll see us all again soon so I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself for real the deals are so good I got my kids summer tees for $5.99 a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99 and a shark vacuum for $199.99 which will be great after Sandy Beach Days I got Kohl's cash too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. People say treat yourself like you need a reason, but McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69 or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Sports Social Podcast Network.